Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So you guys, you know, I've been watching the uh, Woody Allen, Mia Farrell docuseries on HBO. HBO is on fire with content. Um, Also adding those movies. I mean, good for them. And I'm not sucking up because I want a deal. Uh, I do. (laughs) But... um, I mean, I've just always had HBO. They just do good work. I mean, even when I really couldn't afford cable, I had HBO. Um, They might be coming to shut my power off, but I had HBO. (laughs) Let me call and cancel HBO before you shut off my power. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, but not really. Um, So anyway, the docuseries is pretty, pretty heavy. I mean, the evidence... Listen, I get that people look at these things and they see uh, bias um, all the time. Sometimes documentaries are completely biased. There's no even attempt to be, uh, this is just the facts. So I think in this case, it's okay because if you were alive and an adult and you remember this, you know it was so crushingly one-sided. I mean, you never heard from Mia Farrow You never heard from any of the kids, obviously, because they were children. And, you know, you just never knew really what the other side was. They got so little press compared to Woody Allen. I mean, he they did a good job. I remember that now he was everywhere. And so this was before the Internet. And so very much before the Internet. So you could only get your news a certain way. You could only get it from magazines. You could only get it from, uh, you know, being on Oprah or Barbara Walters or whatever. So it was interesting that he just did this standard media blitz. And he he has some weird tics, uh, the coughing, the, the, you know, he just couldn't say certain things without coughing or touching his glasses or, you know, and I don't want to overanalyze it. And I don't know the family and I don't know anybody. But when you look at it just as a regular person, Uh, If I was talking to my, I don't know, friend or husband or sibling and they kept doing these weird tics, I'd be like, you're lying. Just tell me the truth, you know. Um, And I know people who don't have a good relationship with the truth. So I'm not saying this out of like, you know, just pick on Woody Allen. I, I have had people in my life where I had to go, are you telling me the truth? Because their go-to move is to not tell the truth. So, yeah, I don't know. And those phone calls where she's pleading, Mia uh, Farrell is pleading with him to just, you know, be honest, maybe stop fighting with each other through the press. And he's so manipulative and so cold. I mean, you just feel that his whole thing was to get back at her because how dare she accuse him of something like this? It's just complete gaslighting. Um, and, you know, we weren't really that evolved, you know, 30 years ago, people, everybody just sort of took his word for it and it just went away. It just wasn't that big of a deal. Yep. She's crazy, you know, and she's not, um, you know, she's not a forceful, she's not Maya Angelou or, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't have this forceful presence. I mean, she seems like a soft kind of soft spoken um, more gentle in nature person, which is fine. You have to be when you adopt all those kids. 
And, uh, you know, shame on us. I mean, they just painted her out to be crazy. And what's really troubling is how, what a profound effect, obviously, this has had on Dylan. I mean, the victim, as someone who is now, you know, in her 30s, you know, it's still troubling to hear this little kid. Oh, my God, that is rough. But I think it's so important and she is so brave to to share this story because people seem to assume that these kinds of things only happen in low income families or, um, you know, it's it's just a crime of of uh, of a lower sort of income tier. And it's not true. It's not true. It happens in a lot of different families and a lot of different uh, situations. And a lot of those people are not poor. Um, and like the they had a social worker on in the documentary and she basically was like, I was tired of locking up brown and black families. And then people like Woody Allen just get away, you know, because I guarantee you it with that evidence, you know, uh, there's no way that person wouldn't have been uh it's certainly brought to trial and and probably convicted probably <laughs> given some jail time uh because that is predatory behavior with all those witnesses with uh the child and the fact that they that the people who did some sort of study first interviewed her like nine times like that never really happens i mean i'm not an expert in this area but it's my understanding that one interview uh usually is enough and they have to sit with the counselor and it's all videotaped and i mean to do that nine times i mean the fix was on fairly early it seems so yeah i mean dylan is brave uh to to she is helping so many victims and their families right now be able to give voice to things that happened to them um when they were 7 and 8 years old and it happens i mean i don't want to go dark but it happens a lot more than you think and it's really disturbing so uh you know kudos to her for speaking up and you know i i would like to think that we've evolved as a society and that men aren't just clunking us over the head and dragging us into caves anymore. Um, you know, and I get it. Not every man is, is like this. Not every man is a predator. Um, in fact, I'll give you a good example. It's not completely on point, but it's similar. I was leaving work the other day and, uh, it was a spring day here. I don't know what's going on, but St. Louis is at 60 degree weather. And, uh, there was a couple coming towards me and they were talking and laughing in a way they had some sort of inside joke going on. And, you know, the younger insecure me would have been like, Whoa, are they talking about me? But I knew they weren't cause I had just walked out of the door. So I was like, oh, okay. So then when I rounded the corner, I saw what they were talking about. There was a girl, pretty girl, young. And I think this was a dress up outfit cause she had on nice shoes, but she basically just had on a shirt and some panties. It was the craziest look I've ever seen. I'm like, is this a look? It looked like something you would see in like a Megan the Stallion video or something, if I watch those. Um, but I mean, it looked like something off of TV, like, but like low level TV. You might have seen it on Love and Hip Hop. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, like it was, she was, she was 
not dress properly for business. I mean, nice legs, pretty girl, you know, but my goodness. And I didn't say anything and I'm wearing this mask, but my eyes. So there's a man behind her who's closer to my age. And after she's kind of walked past me, he finally gets to me and he was like, it ain't that damn warm out here. (laughs) And I'm I'm just like, okay, but if you're my daughter, it's never that warm. You can never wear that. You see what I'm saying? But a different kind of man would be like, yeah, she look good. You know what I mean? But he was like morally outraged, just like I was. I mean, yikes. So listen, I get it. Not all men are predators. Not all men, um, just blow through red lights and don't see like caution, you know, uh, or don't see issues they shouldn't be involved in. Um, you know, but some men are, some men are predators though, not all, but some, and some are sexual predators and some are child molesters. And I just think this is an important work. Um, and kudos to the family for putting it out there. Kudos to Dylan for being so brave to even appear. She could have not appeared in this one. You know, she's a grown woman. She could have said no, but she she didn't. And I, I am just, I'm blown away by the, I guarantee you, I'm telling you, I'm not a, a lawyer. I'm not, uh, um, you don't have to be one to know that with that amount of evidence, a regular person would be in jail. And so the fame of it worked in Woody's advantage, but I think it also just destroyed that little girl. You know, she's still wounded and broken, and I don't know how much therapy you can you can get to fix that because this is not like it just happened in your town and it went away and nobody talks about it. This is like Google Woody Allen, and there you go. Um, and this dude is still making movies. Um, never did suffer from this just sort of made it normal that he married a his girlfriend's other daughter and she was just jealous and that's why she okay okay very very just a strange scenario and I'm glad the world has changed because I don't think he would have gotten off the hook quite that easily um because you know now there's YouTube now there's the internet and people can put up alternative stories and it doesn't have to be so hard, you know, to find the information and kudos to Ronan Farrell. I mean, just their family is very, very strong and resilient. And it is important to get these kind of messages out there because, uh, it's happening and it's happening in a lot of families. And some people actually do go to jail for that, for what he is accused of. And they would have definitely gone to trial. That is just unbelievable. So anyway, uh, that's, you know, I told you guys, I warned you, I was going to be watching that. So I think I'm going to, uh, put situational Sundays on Radiohead. So go ahead and download that app and follow our podcast. It's Mad Love Podcast. And then I can invite you on as guests and we can just talk and there's music and, you know, just have a little chill vibe, probably 30 minutes every Sunday. I can't commit more to more than that. I don't think I don't really want to do six days a week, but, um, I can't, I, yeah, right now I can't really devote the energy to the podcast that I would like and it's still growing you guys are amazing I have uh, a few sponsors not sponsors um, patrons monthly supporters that's very cool 
Um, I'm going to, I'm a broken record, but I am going to um, look into sponsorships because Anchor hasn't been able to find me a, a sponsor in a while. It's been over a year or probably more like two years um, because I want to keep doing it. And I want to keep growing it. Um, and it's getting to the point where I got to figure out the, the time to be a full-time entrepreneur again. And, um, that's something I've wanted to do for a long time, but you know, the clients dried up and I was like, I got to get a job. <laughs> so that's what I did. And, you know, it'll be three years in April and, uh, you know, I just got to figure out what the next steps are. And I'm so proud of this podcast and I'm proud that it's growing and I appreciate the support. I really, really do. Um, but yeah, so the docuseries, uh, Alan V. Farrow is over next week. It's harrowing and it's difficult to watch, but I think it's important to watch it, uh, because Dylan is a great example of what a real victim sounds like when people are all about, let me tell you what happened to me. That is, you need to, a red flag should go up because they're not like that. Most of them are really reticent to talk. Um, anybody who's like, I can tell you all about it. Yeah. Watch out for them. Um, I did watch coming to America, the the second or what? I don't know how. Anyway, I enjoyed the first coming to America a lot. This one was okay. It just, I mean, most of the jokes came from the first one. Um, and so if you saw the first one and you're older, then it was probably like, like, oh, this is refreshing. But it's not nearly as good. Just watch the first one if you ask me. There's nothing wrong with this one. It's entertaining. But, I mean, it's just not It's not nearly as, as funny and well-directed, I think. The, the first, this one, the pacing was weird to me. Um, there's a lot of hurry up in the beginning. And it's like, okay, this is what's happening. You know, I just think the first one was just really well done. John Landis and... I mean, I know they didn't all get along and I know Eddie was frustrated with the studio a lot at the time, but I mean, it was a, it was really funny. The first one was really funny and really well done. Um, this one is like all inside jokes. If you saw the first one, except soul glow, I don't know why they couldn't use just let your soul glow. That was hilarious. I don't recall seeing that in the second one, but it, th- just go watch the first one. That's my opinion. I thought it was really, really comedy gold. This one was okay. Some It was on Amazon. I definitely wouldn't have gone to a theater to see that. Uh, and it wasn't bad. It just, I don't know. I'm just not into remakes or, or whatever you would call that. It's just not the same for me. Anyway, I'm not saying don't watch it and I'm not trying to be negative. It's just, God, please don't remake or give us a new boomerang just leave it alone eddie just leave it alone all right i think that's it for me today (laughs) um yeah if you get a chance just check out that uh docuseries on woody allen it is really a, a great indicator of how um ham fisted our society can be when it comes to uh children uh, victims of sexual abuse, um, fame, um, fame just comes in and ruins everything, you know, and it's, it can be a cloak for, um, 
the accused and it's just the thing that destroys the victim, you know, uh, because that money machine comes in, the money, the fame, and just poisons the well. And uh, that case didn't stand a shot of, of being properly, you know, investigated and prosecuted. And um, wow. So anyway, I hope you have a wonderful week. Uh, we're experiencing record level spring uh, temperatures here in St. Louis. So, you know, I got my new bike out there and uh, yeah. So, oh, and I'm thinking about getting just a bigger vehicle. You know, I I got into the vehicle I have now, which is a little a little Audi because the, my wonderful neighbors kept hitting my car and yet no one would ever leave a note. And the last time somebody hit it, um, they they the door never did close properly again. It just even after I got it fixed, it was like not flush. You could hear it driving down the highway. You could feel like a little rain getting in there. It was it was a thing. So I'm looking at a VW Cross, no, Atlas Cross Sport. And I just think that's the first Volkswagen that I've ever thought looked cool. And uh, I hear it drives like an Audi because VW and Audi, you know, are, are the same company, I think, or they share the same platforms a lot. And uh, I need something sporty and luxurious. So that's what I'm looking at. And don't be surprised because I'm going to reach out to them and see if they want to sponsor this podcast <laughs> so I can help pay for my car. But anyway, I'm I'm just being silly about that part. But I am thinking about getting one of those. Uh, so if anybody drives one, uh, send me a tweet and let me know if you like it because it looks pretty cool. I'm going to test drive one soon. But anyway, that's that. Uh, please be careful. Please be safe out here in the world. It's a lot going on. It's a lot to process, but you're smart. Pay attention and, uh, you know, just be out here and doing your best and more importantly, being your best, right? All right. Yeah.